Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 24 of The Weird Weird West. We're almost through this goddamn desert. We're still in chapter 11, Traveling Cross Country. This page concludes the description of all the different random encounters you can have walking across the desert around Dodge City, and it also contains the survival rules. How much water you need, how much food you need, how much sleep you need, what happens if you miss out on these things, what kind of rules you make. And looking at my notes on this page, I really expected to get deep into it. I can tell, like, there's a note here about the the complex calculation of figuring out, is it better to give these people my food and get the karma reward for doing it? What do I need karma for based on my stats? You know, I can hunt for food, but I can't hunt for karma. But at the same time, I can't spend karma directly on survival. I'm at the mercy of the dice. Uh, I've got this thing here I mentioned the other day about the carrying capacity, which, by the way, it looks like I might have been slightly wrong about it. It says here that the average person can carry one gallon of water and a sack lunch. I think I might have said one quart the other day. Anyway, you can hear the tenor of these notes. I really got into the math on this page because this is life or death shit for player characters. And it really shouldn't be because this is, remember, a superhero game. We are not low-level D&D scumbags who are like too low level to fight anything cool and so we just have to like kill rats and scrape up XP from like surviving time spent outdoors in the heat. That's not us. We're superheroes. Uh, I mentioned in the notes that there's a real death spiral here because the stats that you're losing when you fail these like thirst and hunger and sleep rolls are the same stats you're rolling to determine if you lose more stats in the future. So once you start failing rolls, it's going to happen more and more. I've got a note here about the oddness that like sleep reduces all of your abilities, not just physical, which totally makes sense, right? Your your reason and your willpower, of course, are going to go down if you're not able to sleep. But this leads to an odd situation where you can actually end up bottoming out a mental stat. Like all your physical stats are still there. You still have the endurance and strength to walk, but just like your reason has been reduced to shift zero. Your Your brain just will not function because you're too tired. And I kind of wonder what that means. Like in combat, what do you do? If you are tired to the point of having a reason of zero, can you fall asleep while being stabbed? I feel like I've been there as a parent, particularly of a newborn. I've been in a mindset where if somebody had stabbed me in the chest, I would have screamed. I would have wanted to live. Don't get me wrong. But there would have been a part of my mind thinking, thank God for this assailant, because you know what? Nobody is going to blame me for taking a nap when I've been fucking stabbed in the chest. This is probably going to be the best sleep I've gotten in a long time. Maybe I'll go into a coma. Maybe I'll wake up when she's sleep trained. But anyway, yeah, mechanically, it's a weird situation. I've got all these notes, and they're all very, like, rules wonky. I couldn't decide what to talk about. What I realized is, this is all a lot of, like, abstract shit that's important. Oh, and by the way, technically the dumbest thing on this page, there's a random encounter that you get 4% of the time, where you find Aristotle's scrolls lying in the desert, because apparently Alexander the Great dropped them. And number one, it's only an excellent intensity reason feat to recognize the scrolls of Aristotle, which seems low in the likely event that your character does not know ancient Greek. And also you can roll this more than once. So it's like Alexander the Great is stressing so bad that he's just fucking dropping a trail of precious fragments of Aristotle behind him. 
That's technically the dumbest thing in this page because it's small and specific. That's out of the way. What I want to convey to you is why all of the important wonky stuff on this page is important by just doing it, by just playing the game. We got three super teams here. The Misfits, Forest Furies, the Secret Zoomers. They've all got to cross this desert. As we're going to see, that becomes complicated by events, but just straight up where we are right now. These teams, a desert, these rules. I want to see what happens to each of these teams if they walk like four hours into the desert. Just so you can see like what these numbers mean. What's going to happen to these superheroes when they're at the mercy of these rules? And like maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe they work great. I don't know. But okay, let's start with the team that's doing worst at this point, Ford's Furies. We're not going to assume that they've taken any ability damage from the many beatings that they've taken, although they may well have. We're going to assume that they're basically in decent health going into this. And furthermore, because they were slaves of the Crowzar, they were actually assigned one unit of food and one unit of water each. So they've got a little edge going into this. What happens if Ford's Furies start walking into the desert? Turn number one takes two hours. They don't have an encounter. They all need water. They drink their water. Turn number two. This makes four hours walking into the desert. They are now out of water, having not found any last turn. Once again, they don't have an encounter. Everyone rolls for thirst. Cub Scout has good endurance. This is a good intensity feat, which means he needs a yellow result. He gets it. Barely. He needed a 76 or better, rolled an 81. All ears must now roll for thirst. All Ears has an endurance of remarkable, and thus needs only a green result, and makes it. Only needed a 36, rolled a 50. All Ears, doing okay after two hours without water in the desert. Iron Blood, with an endurance of excellent, needs only a green result. Wow, needed a 41 and got it exactly. And finally, Scoop, with an endurance of good. Last one to roll, don't let down the team, you need a yellow result. Not even close. Needed a 76, rolled a 32. Now if Scoop has 32 karma, which is double her starting karma, she can buy that up to barely a success. Assuming she does not have double her starting amount of karma on hand, she loses one rank from all of her physical attributes, dropping her to a fighting score of feeble, an agility of incredible, a strength of typical, and an endurance of typical. With an endurance of typical, she will need a red result on her next thirst roll. So in two hours, she's going to need a 98% or better on percentile, or have her fighting score drop to zero. The good news is that her other physical scores can only drop to feeble through thirst, which means she's not going to become immobile or start dying for some time, although she'll continue to bring down the speed of the group and become more and more useless and unable to carry the supplies that she needs. But nonetheless, overall good news, Ford's Furies with a little boost from the Crows are who are kind enough to pack them a lunch before sending them out as slave troopers. Ford's Furies have survived two turns in the desert. I remind you that the Misfits journey to meet Alexander, the first of the generals, will take 11 turns. But two turns is a start. The Furies lived. What about the secret Zoomers, who are probably in the second best shape after the Misfits? Let's see how they fare in the desert. They escaped the Crozar camp with no food or water, so they're just going to have to find what they can find out there in the desert. After two hours of walking... They do not have an encounter. Extra, the extraterrestrial, rolls for thirst. She has an endurance of good, so she needs a yellow result. She doesn't make it, but she's within like nine points, and the Zoomers haven't been in a ton of conflicts, so she can probably spare nine karma to get that up to a yellow and narrowly avoid dehydration. Trupa has an endurance of remarkable, so only needs a green result. 
and gets it. Troopa 2 is fine. Slime time with an endurance of excellent. Needs a green result. And rolls a 6. This is less than the 41 that slime time needed. Does slime time have 35 karma on hand? Maybe? He starts with 18? Seems unlikely he'll have saved up over 20 karma by this point. Let's say the answer is no, he's going to take one power rank penalty to all of his physical stats, reducing him to a fighting of good, an agility of good, a strength of excellent, and an endurance of only good, which means he needs yellow results from now on to avoid dehydration. And finally, short out, also an excellent endurance, also needs only a green result, and makes it. So two hours into the desert, only slime time is getting dehydrated. Two more hours walking through the desert, let's see how that goes. No encounter once again. Extra is fine with no water. Troopa failed their roll by like 20, but Troopa's got plenty of karma to pay that. So Troopa is not dehydrated, but is losing karma. That is a resource that has to be conserved across the desert. Slime Time needs a yellow result this turn and gets a 100, a critical success, very fortunately. And Short Out gets a 97. So a very lucky couple of rolls in that second turn. However, over those two turns, just four hours into the trip, Slime Time has been reduced to a good endurance. It's already slowing the team down, and on every future turn without water, there's a 75% chance that Slime Time's endurance is going to drop again, to a minimum of poor, which is going to severely slow the team down. Slime Time is not going to die out here, but he could have his endurance reduced to shift zero. He could basically become comatose and have to be dragged to the rest of the desert. That's a ways off, but the process is starting. Finally, let's take a look at the Misfits, who come into this doing great. Right? Glass Cannon has been killing it at every opportunity so far. The Misfits possibly have taken no damage. Ronda Dela Cruz, being much hardier than her quote-unquote superhero alter ego, is naturally making this hike through the desert. After two hours of wandering, the Misfits do not have an encounter. Ronda does make her roll to avoid dehydration. Glass Cannon does not, with a 72 where she needed a 100. That's going to be 28 karma, which is coincidentally exactly half of her starting karma. Turn one to avoid dehydration. Dr. John needs a yellow to resist thirst. Her roll falls 30 points short. That's 30 of her 50 karma spent to avoid dehydration on turn one. And Silver Siren doesn't have to roll. She is a robot mermaid. The best kind of mermaid to take to the desert. Turn number two. The Misfits do have an encounter. It is with those goddamn German dogfighters. The Misfits are shot at from planes. Defeating these two planes is worth five karma to split among the four characters on the Misfits. Uh, none of the Misfits can fly. Maybe Silver Siren's voice has long enough range to hit these planes. Their machine guns do 10 damage. Each time they hit, they have a range of eight, which is very long compared to what the Misfits can do. Probably some of the Misfits are going to get shot. There is no possibility of getting food or water from this encounter. You just get hurt, and then you each get one and a quarter points of karma for your trouble. Then you roll to see if you're dehydrated. Uh, Rhonda falls 31 points short, so she's going to have to spend 31 of her 40 karma, pardon me, her 41.25 karma after that encounter on not being dehydrated this turn. Glass Cannon, having already spent half of her karma not being dehydrated last turn, this time fails her roll by 66. She can't cover that. She's dehydrated. Her feeble endurance drops to zero. She is unconscious and cannot move. Good luck, Misfits. Incidentally, her agility also drops to feeble, so if she spends one more turn out here without water, her agility will also drop to shift zero in all likelihood. Well, 
definitely, because her endurance is now shift zero, and she's bad at going without water. So she's going to have one stat at zero and another below zero, and she will be dying in two more hours. Dr. Ja needs a yellow. Her roll is 41 points short. She cannot cover that shortfall. Her feeble agility drops to shift zero. She, too, is unconscious and cannot move. That's half the team. Silver Siren, being a robot mermaid, does not need to roll for thirst. The question now is how she, with her good endurance and good strength, is going to drag these two unconscious women across the desert to a water source that is still doing some quick math. 11 minus 2, 9 times 18 hours away uh, before they die. So the Aristotle scrolls are the dumbest thing in this page, but the point of today is the practical effect of all these like ill-thought-out rules, these things you have to track, the trickle of karma you get as a reward compared to the karma that you have to spend to make these rolls and not die and not fuck over the team, you almost can't stay in the black. When you combine that with the death spiral here and the long distances to be walked, the fact that everybody on the team has to make these rolls so the odds go up that somebody's going to botch it, and the fact that your speed is based on the slowest member of the team... Lower stats means that you're going to do more poorly in the combats that you encounter, which means you're going to need to spend more karma, which means you're going to be less able to spend karma to make your survival rolls. Remember when we thought this was a cowboy adventure? Like, I understand that walking miserably through the desert is within the Western milieu, but we have not had any gunfights. We have not had any cowboy shit. I'll grant you that this is roughly Western, but it is not adventure. It is genre-appropriate misery at best. And importantly for a role-playing game, this really threatens to take over sessions and, and even whole legs of the adventure. For the Misfits, I dare say, just getting over the map is going to be way more difficult and time-consuming and likely to lose somebody a player character than any of the, like, comic booky challenges in this adventure. And trying to avoid that is going to require planning, it's going to require going out of our way, we're going to have to figure out how to get water from place to place, we might have to split the team up and have, like, someone stay at a water source or in the shade and have like the robots going to go do this and bring water back. This could easily end up in kind of like the fail state of a role-playing campaign as a social activity, which is where we all meet to play our adventure game for the week and we have zero adventure and just spend the entire time struggling to manage our resources so that we can survive long enough to maybe have an adventure next time, which is only one step up the role-playing hierarchy from like just having a Zoom call on Tuesday to talk about scheduling a session for next Tuesday. It's basically the same thing. That is a campaign that is going to die. It's going to die like an unathletic teenage smoker in the desert. R.I.P. Glass Cannon. Anyway, some of our heroes may realistically have difficulty making it across this desert, but we, dear listener, have almost done so. Join me next time as actual cowboy adventure appears tantalizingly on the horizon, albeit blotted out by yet more goddamn dinosaurs, on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at Kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>